Oh, man. Oh, man. It has been one of those days. One of those Mondays. Oh, geez. Had to uh, stir the pot a little bit, I guess, this morning. But, hey, good to see all you guys again. Apologies for missing Friday. But, quite honestly, you know, these days, so I've been doing this almost five years now, this internet citizen journalism reporting thing. Uh, I'm just trying my hardest not to get burnt out. Got to be honest. Trying really hard not to just say, F it and quit. And I don't want to quit for like months and weeks and a long time, right? So I, I don't want that to happen. So sometimes I take it like if I'm not, if I'm feeling really mentally fatigued that day, it's just, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to push it, right? Take it, take it one step at a time. So anyway, here we are though. And I'm fired up today. I'm fired up this week because I woke up this morning just seeing so much dumb shit. Just, do you ever have moments like that? Well, I mean, we know there's a lot of dumb stuff on the internet, but sometimes you're just scrolling through and you're like, my God. <laughs> so that was one of those mornings. Things were said about me last night. Things were said about, I'm talking like attacks, straight smear pieces about friends of mine, like colleagues of mine on Telegram and clickbait going around. So I don't know. I'm, I'm actually going to be filming a video, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, talking about like the latest in clickbait and fake news circulating around the truth movement. But I also have some other videos coming up this week. I'll be live streaming Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 4 p.m. Uh, like I am right here. I also have a few interviews coming one with uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Steve Murray about the audit, his reaction to it. I'm going to be talking to Patel Patriot tomorrow, getting on to our, our weekly update thing. I uh, was going to do it today, but he couldn't. So we'll do it tomorrow. And then got a couple other interviews and videos coming later this week as well. So that's that. As for today, we're going to discuss, uh, I'll give you some of my reactions to this audit. I also want to cover... This story going around the past day about the CIA wanting to kill Julian Assange. I'm sure, you, sure you've heard like those narratives or something to that effect said. So I want to talk about that, where it came from, what it really might be all about, and then scamdemic news and just a bunch of other stuff towards the end too. So that's that. So first, let's talk about this WikiLeaks. This has been everywhere past 24 hours. These claims that uh, the CIA had some plot to kill Julian Assange, wanted him assassinated, didn't like WikiLeaks, blah, 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 blah. So this is where it originated from. Again, guys, whenever you hear a claim or see articles written or whatever the case, read it, read the freaking thing, see where their claims are coming from, or see if they're just parroting a report that another media organization wrote. And they're just basically like copy and pasting it, sharing the newswire. This whole thing originated from Yahoo News, all right? And the article was titled Kidnapping, Assassination, and a London Shootout Inside the CIA's Secret War Plans Against WikiLeaks. Now, if you read the thing, at least the first few paragraphs, as you always should, again, with any article, you see that these claims discuss how in 2017... The CIA plotted to kidnap Julian Assange and all sorts of other similar claims. Now you see the sources. Where they claim these things are coming from, it says some senior officials. It says, uh, according to officials familiar with the matter, things like this. 
and they really don't actually say it all where all these dramatic stories, all these details are coming from, which, you know, if they have all these details, they should say, but it doesn't seem to even freaking say anything. So there's that. And second, you always look at who writes it. I often hear this phrase said messenger over message or something like that, right? I'm, I know you've heard that. Well, both are important. Message and messenger. You got to see who's relaying it so you can see, you know, how pure it might be or if there's any other possible ulterior motives with what they're printing. Right here, who wrote this piece? Well, one of them, his name is Michael Isikoff. And fun fact, this is the same dude, the exact same guy who wrote an article for Yahoo News in 2016 claiming that Trump was colluding with Russia. And this Yahoo News article was what was used by the FBI to obtain the bullshit FISA warrant to spy on Carter Page, Trump officials. So, yes, the FBI used a media article as their source. That's like using Wikipedia or something like that. And they obtained the FISA warrant. This was the dude that wrote that disinformation. This guy is like a straight disinfo peddler. He might be getting some lines from the CIA. He also wrote an article uh, last year that claimed QAnon Q was a operation from Russia and Chinese disinformation. And it was an intelligence operation by foreign disinfo. Yeah, you know, so you can see what kind of narratives this dude puts out, his angle. And that's why when I'm seeing this, I'm like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. I'm sure various people within the CIA wanted Julian Assange out of there. Bad things to happen to him. But the crux of this article was that it was Trump and Pompeo. They were trying to make President Trump and Mike Pompeo look like the bad guys who were the ones, you know, wanted to kill him and out of there and all this stuff. So it might just be, it might be pure made up disinfo, right? Yet a lot of people are still parroting this, parroting these narratives as if it were true and then putting their hot take out there about it, whether they're left wing or right wing, they're putting their hot take out there about it as if this were true for the clicks. So there you go. Be careful with, uh, you know, what you're reading. Always see where it's coming from. Next up, few thoughts on the Arizona audit. I uh, I watched it on Saturday. A uh, good portion of it. I saw Ben Cotton speak and then Doug Logan more towards the end. And then I saw everybody's freaking reaction to the thing. And the reactions seemed to be all across the board. You had a lot of people who were kind of more doom and gloom, thinking it's a big nothing burger, nothing's ever going to happen, all the pessimistic patties out there. And then you had some folks that were, um, they looked like they were caught up in their hopium, to be honest. They were all excited, like, oh, here's the bombshells, which there were. There were definitely some bombshell statistics in that report. But then they got bummed because their expectations of this massive decertification all taking place on one day with these results coming out, right? So it kind of reactions were all across the board. And I think a lot of people kind of let themselves down to one extent because they got their own expectations all caught up. Uh, but at the same time, some of the blame does rest on influencers out there, people who have podcasts and radio shows and all this stuff who have been like selling the hopium and all this stuff. Um, so, I don't know, consequences of actions. But 
I do think there were some definite wins in this report. I also watched Trump's rally in Georgia on Saturday, and he was reiterating a lot of the facts that were found in this report. I mean, 17,000 duplicate ballots, just that right there. And you got to understand as well, this report, it's been 11 months almost since the election, but they did this audit in maybe like five or six. There was a break there for a few weeks because the uh, space had to be rented out for proms, I think. And also there was a lot of stifling from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. They didn't hand over a lot of stuff that would have made this whole process go faster and smoother and easier. So I think it was still pretty solid. And a lot of states around the country are seeing this. What, there was a letter with like 40 plus some representatives, state representatives around the country signing the letter saying, we want audits in our area. I mean, we're going to see how this snowballs. And then Georgia is going to be next too. Funny that Trump's rally was in Georgia, but yeah. So I don't know. I think it was, it was good. We just have to kind of live with what is and then see where it goes from here. Not get caught up with all these like <laughs> hopium or doomium fantasies that get us, you know, get us all high, but Let's go. Keep going with these audits and exposing the election fraud. They're clearly nervous. The deep state is clearly freaking terrified. You see how the mainstream media has been reporting this past few days. They're just doing all they can to discredit this with their, uh, it's pure smear tactics and pure attack the messenger uh, with their, their psychological warfare crafting. They also rolled out Liz Cheney on 60 Minutes. They probably called her up last minute and said, oh, Liz, we need you. And she said, okay. <laughs> you know, and they came, they rolled her out. Correspondent Leslie Stahl, big surprise. Uh, they rolled her out for the Republican narrative, Liz Cheney on being a Republican while opposing Trump. But uh, yeah, there's that. And there's also plenty of shills, just straight up social media shills that you could tell were activated over the weekend, spreading all kinds of FUD. I call it FUD. It's called fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's what FUD stands for. And that's what they were clearly spreading over the weekend. A lot of it was very doom and gloom, but attacks of the audit team of, it's just it's just nuts out there. So I'm really careful with the, uh, I guess, narratives I get caught up with or beliefs I hold with certain individuals around the audit and with the audit itself, right? Like we can't be all pessimistic with this, but we also can't be unrealistically over-optimistic and caught up with fantasies. So just take it one day at a time. Now, also on the topic of election fraud, this one was just a big surprise today. Governor Newsom signed a bill making universal vote by mail permanent in California. I'm more shocked that this wasn't already a thing, but now it's a thing. Newsom was probably all nervous with how close that recall election was, which wasn't close at all, of course. He lost it, but they rigged it. So now they're just making universal vote by mail permanent, as if it can get more obvious. Maybe that's the point. It's supposed to get obvious. And on the seat this week, this topic of the government spending bill. This is going to be big this week, uh, causing a lot of problems. You'll see it a lot in the news. I think today the Senate Republicans just shot down 
uh, the debt ceiling, I guess, or, or whatever Democrat spending bill there was going on. So this might cause some problems in the markets. It might be a, it'll definitely be a topic of conversation in the coming weeks. But here's one thing I found very intriguing. Also, in regards to the financial system today, two Fed bankers, Dallas Fed president and the Boston Fed president, both abruptly decided to retire today. And their retirements are effective in like a week, one week, three days, a week and a half. Two of them, Fed presidents today. I wonder if this has something to do with well, there is a lot of insider trading allegations surfacing as well against some of the Fed folks for uh, the Fed buying some of the securities that I think they held. I wonder if it has to do with that. Some big stuff humming there. What have you, but hey, <laughs> there you go. And the Fed. And the rise of decentralized currencies. Hope this doesn't affect crypto too much. We've been struggling there. Moving on to R. Kelly. R. Kelly found guilty of all nine counts of sex trafficking and racketeering. Woo-wee! This the remix to Ignition. R. Kelly's going to prison. <laughs> oh, man. We'll see. Now on to Biden getting his booster dose. They supposedly vaccinated him on camera today. Biden getting his booster. Obviously, a lot of people thinking that... It was a saline shot. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't also be surprised if it was his, uh, I don't know, dementia medication or something they were injecting into his arm. Ah, booster shot. Speaking of dementia, this is only going to make that worse, isn't it? <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to hold them together. Come on, don't. Don't do that. All right. New York may tap National Guard to replace unvaccinated healthcare workers. It's getting real bad. The statistic I read was that 16% of healthcare workers in New York are not vaccinated. 16%, uh, which is, in some regards, not very high, but also pretty high. It's, it's crazy how they're gaslighting this situation and making the unvaccinated folks look like the bad guys, right? One year ago, frontline warriors, right? This year, oh, you're, you're scum if you're not taking the vaccine, you healthcare worker. They're, they're creating their own demise, right? We've got claims of, oh, COVID's so bad around the nation, we can't find enough healthcare workers. There would be enough healthcare workers if you assholes didn't have these mandates. Common sense. Uh, so eyes on that. And then in the coming days, this is going to be the next fight, guys. In the coming days, looks like there's going to be approval for the COVID vaccine for children. That's what the Pfizer CEO is claiming. And then we'll see what school districts try to do around the country and how the fight will take place there. I mean, these mask mandates are already ridiculous enough, the, the fight against them and there's been some wins. There's definitely been some caves, but there's also been some L's. You know, I just saw, speaking of Maricopa County, what a, what a shit show Maricopa County is. I just saw that they there was a judge in Maricopa County today 
that is trying to fight the governor's mask mandate ban. He struck down the mask mandate ban. It's it's absolutely mind-boggling how people don't realize how demoralizing it is for the kids just to have a useless piece, piece of cloth wrapped on their face all day long. It t- completely demoralizes them and disconnects them, and it's useless, if not actually worse for your health, having you know, a bunch of, bunch of bacteria and shit around your face all day and the lack of oxygen too. So, wow, incredible, Orwellian. And this is going to be our next fight with the vaccines. Protect your kids, folks. Uh, some places are standing up. Some groups are standing up around the country, though. In Massachusetts, state police troopers are resigning over the mandate. Lots of resignations. Lots of people filing lawsuits. Here in New York, 200 business owners are filing a federal class action lawsuit against de Blasio. This will be the first domino to end COVID tyranny nationwide. I hope so. There's been a lot of what seem to be or what should be first dominoes, but ah, there's just so much going on right now. Like one thing happens and it gets lost and all the crazy going on. But uh, we just need to keep talking about these things and keep sharing the information about it. Uh, I talked to a few folks this week in person who were uh, starting to wake up, starting to question a lot of stuff. They're not quite that far along, but, uh, you know, they, they think of things like the COVID nonsense being a scam, vaccines suck, Trump obviously won, election fraud, etc. cetera, uh, but they had no idea, like, where to find information. They were hungry, but they didn't know where to look for it, and a few of them didn't have any idea Telegram was a thing, and, uh, you know, they just they just didn't know where to go other than the the mainstream media, and they didn't want to go there, so they were just kind of lost. So we have to work to guide people, just show them even the basics. We kind of we we there's this disconnect that happens. I don't want to rant too long here, but you know, when you start to wake up and you're in the you're in it for years, and you research all this stuff, you're you're making yourself more aware and more knowledgeable. You forget how far along you've come and you forget where people who are just starting their journey really are and then how you kind of you kind of have to dumb it down you have to make it simple right keep it simple uh we just kind of make things so complex and that doesn't help those that are just waking up so sometimes you have to really get back to basics and say okay you know here's telegram here's how it works watch out for this on it here's some websites you can go to, some blogs for just basic stuff. So it's, uh, you know, don't overestimate that. Don't don't forget about that divide. Um, anyway, on to more people fighting the COVID scams here. 3,000 doctors and scientists sign a declaration uh, accusing COVID policymakers of crimes against humanity. This one is a few days ago, so you might have seen this one by now. <laughs> That's the... That's the struggle in this line of work is trying to, you know, keep keep up to date, keep up to speed. There's like this race to be first sometimes, and it uh, it definitely lowers people's substance. But um, that's good. A lot of doctors. That's who we need to start waking up the most is the 
professionals, right? Because that that's where a lot of the uh, group thinkers out there still turn to the normies, right? They want their authorities. So we need the authorities to start waking up, like the white lab coat medical doctors or the whatever experts it is, right? So-called experts. But that's a very important uh, segment of society. But unfortunately, it's one of the most brainwashed because <laughs> they've gone to school the longest and they have the most to lose. They got all this debt and all these school bills and all these years of their lives invested in the lies. So it's, that's, you know, very tough, very tough situation, but needs to be noted. Moving on from this, we've got another Project Veritas drop happening tonight. Tonight at, well, in a half hour from now, as I'm filming this, it's 4.30 Pacific. This drops in uh, 30 minutes, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 standard time. So eyes on whatever Veritas accounts are out there, their YouTube and Twitter for this drop. I hear it's of a Johnson & Johnson insider, this one. So their first drop that happened a week ago of the federal hospital worker it was, right? That one was good. I really liked that, that one. The Wednesday drop they had of the guy in the FDA, right, that was talking of, like, the blow darts, kind of joking around and stuff, that one didn't impress me as much. It was still, you know, there's still use in it for sure. People can see what workers at the FDA actually are. I don't think that guy had a really important job, though. I think he was an uh, economist for the FDA. So, all right, whatever. But we'll see what this one. Johnson & Johnson has... I do agree. Veritas has definitely been on fire lately. They've been doing good work. <laughs> I love James O'Keefe and his style, man. He's so good at taking it back to him and just trolling the shit out of all of his haters. It's good stuff. I can, I try to try to emulate that to my best of my abilities. Uh, next up in Israel, this brings up a good point that we need to understand about redefinitions and how they manipulate people with redefining things so in israel it's it's definitely like the worst place in the world ground zero for vaccines for that fight it's freaking orwellian there with how they're rolling out their vaccine agendas but there's huge protests going on because they redefined what being fully vaccinated means so fully vaccinated now in israeli terms means two shots and the booster dose if you don't have two shots and one booster dose, technically now you're not fully vaccinated, you're unvaccinated. So their, their fully vaccinated percentage of population has now gone from 65%, I think down to now 35% that have the two and the booster dose. So now, and this, this extends to what might be happening here in America with how hospitals are reporting unvaccinated case numbers and death numbers. Technically, if you have somebody who gets one shot, gets sick or has a problem, they go into the doctor, they're not technically fully vaccinated, could they end up on an unvaccinated statistics list, even though, you know, they're feeling sick, maybe they took a PCR test, came up with a false positive or something like that, yet it was a vaccine-derived reaction and then they're going to end up, yeah, it's, so there's just oh, so many problems. And then earlier this year, the FDA 
or the CDC redefining how they calculate uh, COVID cases and do the PCR tests. And it's just, there's so much manipulate. It's so easy to manipulate one thing and then the numbers will start changing and they can just run the narratives they need to get the public to think that whatever, whatever they need the public to think. Things are the unvaccinated people's fault. COVID's really bad. Look at all these cases. Look at all these death numbers. Look at how well our vaccines work when it was just a little manipulated statistic. (laughs) Oh, lordy, lordy. So there's that. Now moving on to a pill to treat COVID. Can't believe this, but totally can. CNN running this today. I think a piece uh, on, yeah, a piece on a pill to treat COVID. We're talking about a return to maybe normal life. I've seen a few of these. Oh, it was by Kaiser Health News. That was it. My God, Kaiser. One of the worst companies in the country. I'm sorry. (laughs) Had to say it. Can you believe this? As if we don't have dozens and dozens of potential treatments we could be using right now. My God, they only want a pill that they make, that Pfizer makes, or Moderna. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, chlorine dioxide. Honestly, you could be killing viruses with medicinal mushroom extracts or oil of oregano. Pro tip. That's the first thing I go to if I feel like I have a an infection going on or, or a cold or flu or something like that, some sort of virus. If I thought I had COVID, the first thing I'd go to is a strong oil of oregano. No shit. Got to make sure it's pure, wild-crafted, the, the extract stuff. But that would kill viruses. And I would bet money if they did a honest scientific study, you could find oil of oregano extracts that would kill the COVID-19 virus. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it tastes like shit. (laughs) It's tough stuff, but it'll kill just about anything. And, hey, chlorine dioxide. There's that. There's all the other things, too. So it just blows my mind when they have the nerve to print stuff like this. Get your comment here. says, get your monthly immunity subscription or they'll kill you. (laughs) They want you dependent on the centralized system. And what they've done with the deep state, the the cabal has done over the last 120 years in America, at least, is centralize the medical system. It's taken them a long time, but that's what the Rockefellers and Carnegies and big families have done. The last 120 years is is literally fund and set up the uh, the AMA, the American Medical Association. Uh, the FDA and the CDC and the whole allopathic research-based research, right? Where does all that money really go? Research. Research-based uh, treatment-oriented, pill-oriented medical system. It's just, it's absolutely nuts, you know? And then they gaslight us into saying, no, there's no other treatments out there. There's no alternative cures or things like this. And then they'll flip the script and say, hey, Here's a pill to treat COVID, right? Here's here's a treatment, here's a cure, but of course they're just the ones that have it patented. That own it. That have the trademark and the copyright. They can make their make their money. They've been making about like 20 to 30 billion dollars, I think per quarter, per quarter on vaccines. 
just the COVID vax, Pfizer and Moderna and some of these other companies. So it's, God, it's sick, literally sick, literally sick with how they run this stuff. Uh, now moving on to, we move on to the, uh, I want to talk about now some of the hacks, some of the ways that they're going after truth-seeking groups and uh, free speech advocates. So I found this today by the Daily Dot. It's talking about how data from the Oath Keepers have been leaked online after a big hack, big DDoS hack. And they printed a bunch of... I'm trying to see who did it real quick. Uh, I don't think this is talking about who did it. But anyway... Um, Big hack of the Oath Keepers organization, so they're under attack. And then also, this happened uh, last week, but I still want to cover it. So this story came out how Anonymous, the hacking collective Anonymous, hacked the hosting firm called Epic. And you might be familiar with Epic or heard about it before. Uh, Epic ran the hosting servers for Parler and Gab. The, uh, the CNN article says here, anonymous hackers claim to hit website hosting firm popular with Proud Boys. They also host Parler and Gab. So Epic is, uh, you know, they've been doing good work. They've been hosting some of these websites that have just been so hit and so attacked like Gab and Parler. But it's funny when I read this headline from CNN, you know, anonymous hackers hit website firm popular with Proud Boys. One thing is that Anonymous, the hacking collective, they're, they're, they're total shills. Thousand percent shills. <laughs> total controlled opposition outfit. So what's happening here is you have basically like a deep state front group, a proxy, going after, you know, what the deep state wants to go after. They use Epic or they use Anonymous to do this sort of shit. And uh Anonymous has really been activated the past couple of years to push a lot of pro-Antifa, pro-BLM, basically pro-Deep State propaganda. So there's that. And then the Proud Boys, okay? So Anonymous Hackers, hit website firm, popular with the Proud Boys. Um, they're throwing the Proud Boys in here because it looks like the Proud Boys might be some of their controlled oppos too. This is coming out. That Proud Boys member, uh, Proud Boy members, and uh, some of the other organizers have been outed as FBI informants who communicated with the FBI during the event. <laughs> Holy shit! This doesn't surprise me at all. That's why I stay away. I stay away from a lot of the, I guess, like mainstream. They're not mainstream, but they kind of are mainstream right wing conservative people and org organizations like. The Proud Boys type, Infowars type, the 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 kind who are really, they want attention, they want fame, they're promoting kind of some like diet woke conservative rhetoric, and they just they all look like they're full of shit. <laughs> the Infowars Proud Boys type, right? So there's that, uh, and then you know back to this CNN article, it's like they always they they control both sides. They control the left wing, but then they control just the right wing too. So anonymous hackers hit website firm popular with the Proud Boys. Spider-Man meme comes to mind where it's all the Spider-Man dudes pointing at each other. Like you're all, you're all full of shit, you know? Um, 
So there's a lot, a lot of controlled opposition out there, but not even controlled opposition. Some people are just very easily leveraged and very easily persuaded. Unfortunately, there's a lot of influencers who are um, easily persuaded by money. They just want money or fame. So they might not even be like bad people. They're just kind of like dumb and irresponsible. But it's it's very tough. It is so tough to stay honorable and have integrity doing this type of like content creation work um, and stay on point too. like have substantial content that people can be useful and not mislead them. Right. And I'm not saying I've done perfect, but uh, it's been so tough so tough and i'm doing my best to not let the money get me or let stupid narratives hopium narratives get me right so uh yeah anyway let's continue now two more things speaking of people who just want fame just want some clicks celebrities look to be getting into the woke movement the the awake red pill kind of thing. We got Nicki Minaj doing her thing, right? Which I'm not, I don't, I'm not sold on Nicki Minaj being controlled opposition or whatever. She's like crazy. And I could see her doing this with honest intention, right? Just questioning all this shit, not wanting to be controlled. (laughs) It's like crazy calling out crazy, which I could, I love it. But we have Rihanna now. Rihanna's wearing a dress. She wore this. Oh, no, she wore a shirt in New York City. This is what it looked like. It says, think while it's still legal on it. And it looks like she's trying to make a political statement wearing this T-shirt as she left a studio. Uh, Rihanna, though, like I could see Nicki Minaj just being like pissed off and spouting off. But Rihanna, here's the thing. We're going to see a lot of celebrities starting to get get into like the red pill kind of stuff, the woke kind of stuff. We don't we've already seen it a little bit. Being being red pilled is going to be the new popular thing. So we're going to have to be very careful about of course which celebrities are just doing this shit for fame and so people like them uh, or those who really want to get the word out. I think some people really do want to get uh, the word out. Also, others are going to want clicks. So just be careful, right? Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, it's going to keep happening, which is great on one end. But again, just got to be mindful, got to be careful. Uh, I'm the kind of person that doesn't take shit. And then another one is Demi Lovato. One thing they're definitely going to be gravitating towards is the UFO stuff. the Because that's not like political. And they can kind of get their followers excited and get clicks that way and et cetera, et cetera, right? But still keep it keep it um, not controversial. So Demi Lovato is one celebrity getting into the UFO thing. And Demi Lovato, man, she's definitely got some... Go, go scroll through her uh, Instagram account or something and see how kind of diet woke she is. But she's got a series coming to Peacock TV. And Peacock TV is another kind of very propaganda heavy network but this is called unidentified and she's talking about a bunch of alien stuff and demi lovato's done i think a podcast with dr stephen greer and i also saw nick pope another popular ufologist promote this heavily in a positive light on his twitter account today so 
Yeah, Demi is cray-cray. I see that one. She shills for Greer. I don't trust Greer. Definitely don't. Don't trust Nick Pope. I think they're definitely diet woke and selling some agendas. I just, man, it bums me out. It bums me out how many people in the study of UFOs and that UFO community from all ends of the spectrum, whether it's the like Tom DeLonge promoting ones, the mainstream media UFO people, or it's those over here that are in like clickbait conspiracy land with their secret space program whistleblowers and alien contactees and stuff. It's like whatever end of the spectrum it is, I can't, it, uh, 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 I can't stand it. I just want to find somebody who takes the study seriously, who's a critical thinker with it, who doesn't buy the mainstream media's watered down shit, but also wants more evidence than a lot of the, a lot of the kind of people out there, influencers out there are given who does their due diligence with it. Right? So I don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there. Hopefully a lot of you guys are <laughs> doing your, you know, doing your due diligence, your critical thinking. Um, I got more to say on this in future videos coming up very soon. But anyway, I'm going to take a look at some people's claims and things they've been saying in terms of UFOs recently. So there's that. That's it, everybody. Appreciate you watching. Uh, I've got some, go, go to my website, jordansather.com or sign up to my Telegram channel. Go to my email newsletter or find me on Telegram. I've got a lot of things that will be coming out from interviews to new videos to videos on new channels to new products for my Conscious Strength brand to a lot of different stuff. So those, those announcements, whatever it might be, will go either on my email newsletter or on Telegram. And I hope to see you guys on Wednesday Got a few interviews coming out over the next couple of days, too, on the Rumble, BitChute, Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, Gab TV. Those are the four video channels uh, that I post all the free stuff on. So there's that. I'll let you know when stuff drops. Appreciate you all. And now we'll get into some Q&A. So all you guys joining live, stay. If you're, if you're watching on the replay, subscribe to this channel. And make sure you can tune in, tune in live one of the days for the uh, Q&A. That's it, everybody. See you next time. Done.